is Bill Belichick. Hey, Bill. Uh, hey, Glenn. How you doing? Hey, Bill. Hey, Coach. First of all, Coach, our condolences. First of all, our condolences to you and your family on the passing of your uh, mom. Um, some of the stories you told last week were uh, were quite fascinating. Of sitting there and watching games as you were growing up with your mom, with your dad out on the road. So again, uh, we send our condolences to you and the entire family. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. All right, so let's get to uh, the game last night and the long ride home. I know you never like to uh, refer to a loss as a good loss, but based on what you saw and the improvement you have seen in your team over the last couple of months, would you say that you're seeing signs of encouragement? Uh, Well, um, we only played two games. I I think we've improved in those two weeks, and I think we're going to continue to improve over the next few weeks. So, um, Hopefully that'll be the case here. We got a long way to go, and we got a lot of things that we need to improve on, and you know, coach better, play better, and so we'll just we'll keep working on all those. But yeah, each I'm sure each week will be a step forward for us. You know, coach. I mean, it's been a rough week, just I, I think for the whole team, and you know, just you know, Glenn brought up uh, your mom, and James White had a really rough week uh, with the passing of his dad. Um, and his mom in intensive care. I just, I've never been in a situation like that, so I can imagine it's a pretty difficult situation to be. I'm sure maybe some guys are preoccupied. Is there something that you do you have to address the team, you know, to discuss the situation before it? I mean, just how important is it to, you know, talk about that and make sure the guys are, even though it's a difficult situation, they're focused, at least for the short term, um, on the game? Um, you know, we, we talked, we've talked about it. Um, you know, those things come up, unfortunately, every year, um, in one way or another, we've had, um, you know, players and coaches lose loved ones and, um, you know, injuries happen and so forth. I mean, it's just part of life. We all, like, we all live that in our, in our lives at some point or another. And anytime you have a, the number of people that we have between, you know, the coaching staff and all the support people and the players and so forth. I mean, it's inevitable that you're going to be dealing with some forms of, you know, personal happiness, like, you know, babies being born and things like that. And then there's going to unfortunately be some, some sadness. And, you know, as a team, our, our hearts are at different times filled with joy and, and sadness, and, and this is a heartbreaking situation for James, and and our all of our hearts go out to him, and our prayers go out to him and his family. So, but it's each, each situation is different, and I'm not trying to say that they're all the same by any means, but they frequently occur. They they occur annually, really, um, and some are more. You know, maybe tragic than others, but you know, I can't think of a season when, as head coach, I haven't had to. You know, that that somebody hasn't gone through something that's very, you know, emotional or or tragic, um, and it's it's tough when that happens. Tough on them, and, and it's tough on the people that care about them and and love them. Um, so. Yeah, it looked like he had support, actually, not just from your teammates, but everybody from around the league. Just uh, awful, awful news. And 
thoughts and prayers with him. Um, Coach, I want to ask you about Russell Wilson. He's sort of like just such a special guy, kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. But how did you feel your front seven did just as far as maybe discipline, maybe trying to keep him in the pocket as tough of a, uh, I guess, a job that it is to do that with that guy? I thought we actually handled him in the pocket pretty well. We we missed a couple tackles that, you know, where we had a chance to, we had a chance to get him. We just couldn't get him. But that's, you know, that's part of playing him too. He's he's not an easy guy to tackle and he's not an easy guy to corral. And if he has space to work with and, you know, he's very deceptive with the ball and sometimes he runs it, sometimes he throws it, sometimes he slides, sometimes he doesn't, you know, so he's, He's a very um, instinctive and um, uh, you know he's he's just a player that's he's got a lot of experience. You know he's instinctive and he's just you know resourceful in you know being able to create and and do things uh, on a football field. So like I said, we it, it wasn't that. Really, we didn't have uh, we didn't have anybody for him at times, or there was just a lot of open space. Um, a couple times we just weren't able to to get close enough to him to get him, even though we were sort of there, but just wasn't quite good enough. So, uh, but he can he does that to you, and you know we gotta we just gotta do a better job of coaching and better job of executing in those situations. Um, but it's there's very little margin for error with him um, in anything, whether it's containing him, uh, covering the receivers he's thrown to, um, you know, re- reading his eyes and his where he's looking, and you know how he can control the defense. Um, he's he's exceptional at, at all those things. We put it all together. It's you know, it's a multitude of problems um, in playing against him. Yeah, Coach, I was just the, – the the two plays, the offensive plays that stood out to me as far as just – it feels like, you know, you guys had everything right, good coverage. Is the Gilmore – was the uh, – was it the Moore touchdown and the DK Metcalf one? Is that just, hey, tip your cap, great catch, beautiful throw? I mean, you had people there, but they just made a play. Yeah, well – as you know, Christian, sometimes in this league, you know, defensively, you can you can be in great position. You can, you know, have have a player covered about as well as you can cover him, and you know, an, an exceptional throw, an exceptional catch, uh, sometimes beats great coverage. You know, just like when Matt Ryan hit Julio Jones in the Super Bowl on the sideline. I mean, sometimes there's just there's only an inch or two to get the ball in there, and and these great Players can do it. The great quarterbacks can do it, and the receivers can catch it. So, um, you know, we're always trying to do things the best we can, and you know, sometimes you just have to give credit to their opponents for you know a great play. But you know, that being said, there's a lot of other things we could have done better in the game. We could have coached better. We could have played better. That would have helped ourselves along the way. And and you know, I think that's really what we need to continue to focus on. Um, some things we did pretty well, and we had good results. A couple times we did things well, and you know, like I said, you just have to give them credit for doing them a little bit better. Sometimes they did things well, and you know, we did it a little bit better. And you know, sometimes we took advantage of mistakes that they made. I mean, it's just one of those games, and you know, ultimately it came down to the final play. Um, but you know, it's two competitive teams um, battling it out, and 
it's a lot of good football out there and a lot of good football players. What did you see with that last play? Because you ran it before it worked. Um, what happened here? No, they made a good play on it. And again, Seth to give him paradigm on that. They 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 made the good they made a good play, and um, you know, so we came up a little short. Hey, coach, I want to ask you about Nikhil Harry because I know um, you know, he took a pop early on in that game and held on to the football and. Like everybody, as you know, people up here, they're impatient, right? They want to see this first-round talent. They want to see him be a star right away. But eight catches on 12 targets. Um, is this guy on the path that kind of on, on the path that you expected when you took him in that first round, having year two in the league? Is Are you seeing what you want to see from him? Well, I think all of our players uh, have made a, made a good jump from year one to year two, and so he's in that group. Um, you know, th- those kids are still – not where they're going to be. They're they're still, you know, young and gaining experience and improving. And so we'll we'll see where it all comes out and where it takes them. But you know, I think that they they're all you know way ahead of where they were last year. And you know, Nikhil missed the first half of the season last year, so they only played half a year. Um, but he's you know he's improved and been productive and you can say that about a lot of the other guys in that group too so yeah is, I think that's, you know what you hope will happen as players you know gain experience and work on their craft and their techniques and train and so forth um but you know i, I don't think the, the final evaluations in on on any of those guys i mean we'll just you know see how it goes and see where it keeps going to and you know, take a longer look at it, you know, after a full season instead of after, you know, one or two plays. Yeah, I'm guessing you put a guy like Chase Winovich in that group as well. Is he is he bigger? Is he stronger this year than maybe he was year one? Oh, I'd say a little bit, but, you know, not, not dramatically, but yeah, probably a little bit. I mean, so, certainly, you know, guys like Byron Coward that's, you know, has already played more this year than he played all last year. Um you know, obviously Bailey, you know, had, had a lot of playing time last year at his position, and so that's, you know, he's a little bit, a little bit of a different, different situation there. But, um, but so yeah, I mean, I th- again, I think all these guys are, are improving. You know, Juwan's really played probably already about as much as he played defensively last year. You know, other than. But you know, in terms of our third down defense and that kind of thing, you know, he's he's played more. So, you know, we'll again we'll just see how it all see how it all works out. Cam ran the ball 15 times last week. A lot of people were questioning whether it was uh, sustainable. He ran it 11 times in the game last night, but he threw for 397 yards. How much does that allow you to open up more of this offense, or is it really a game plan from week to week? depending on the opponent and, you know, what you can exploit with that opponent. Yeah, well, I, I think, Glenn, it always comes down to that for us. You know, we're going to try to take advantage of our opportunities and our matchups. And, um, you know, I think uh, Josh and the offensive staff, you know, always do a good job of that. Um, you know, we talk about trying to, you know, attack opponents' weaknesses and, and at the same time try to play to our strengths as much as we can. But, yeah, we you know 
if we feel like we can gain an advantage, then we'll try to do that. If we don't, then hopefully we can find something else that, you know, we we can gain an advantage with. Hey, Coach, what's um, how's Devin Asiasi progressing? Is um, as far as I guess I guess we're all kind of curious to see him kind of get more involved in the offense. Well, I think all of our our rookie players uh, this year is kind of the the flip side of what we just talked about. You know, for our second year players, you know, no preseason games, um, you know, opportunities in practice, uh, but you know, other players uh, like Ryan Izzo that you know have more experience that have you know been able to, to stack those years and and reps and and this year. Um, you know, on top of them, they're just, you know, some of the, we have other players that are ahead of some of those guys. So right now we'll, again, just see how they, you know, how they develop and the rate that they come along with. But you know, I think Devin and, and Dalton are both, you know, good, good young players that, you know, we're excited to work with. They're improving every day. Um, obviously they have a long way to go. And like all rookies do, especially, you know, with no preseason games, this is different, a little bit different in terms of their, um, opportunity than you know what, and maybe what it's been in some other years. But eh, it's all the same for everybody. So I mean, it is what it is. But it's just you know, we want to make sure that we're putting them in situations that they're you know comfortable with and experienced in, experience as much as we can, you know, practice it and make sure they know what they're doing. Coach, I know it's um, this weekend. Obviously, the night game. You're busy getting ready for the game. But a couple weeks into the season. Uh, I'm curious if you've if you've seen any of um, the Tampa Bay and Tom Brady at quarterback. If it if it looks different, if it looks strange for you, or just what your thoughts on his play so far? I've really been focused on the teams that we're playing. Lou, Miami was you know obviously a big focus for us. Seattle, um, you know there were some other things that came up for me last week, and now the Raiders. You know they're a team that you know we haven't played. Seattle's a team we haven't played, so we kind of got our hands full with, you know, doing, taking care of the things we got to take care of. I don't watch a lot of other pro games. I don't really watch a lot of college games. Um, you know, I watch the games that affect what we do. Uh, you've seen a lot of uh, Jamal Adams, obviously, with the Jets. Um, he seemed to be everywhere in that game last night. Are they using him differently, Bill? And did you sense that as well? Uh, differently compared to what? Compared to where compared he was to... with, with the Jets. Did they use him any differently than what you saw with the Jets? He just seemed to have a, an impact in that game last night. He seemed to be all over the place. Yeah, well, I think, you know, those two totally different schemes. Um, you know, you have Pete's scheme and you have Greg Williams' scheme. So, but, you know, Greg Williams used them in, to blitz a lot and play close to the line of scrimmage. And then there were some times when he, you know, would show like he was going to blitz and made you respect it. And then they'd do something else. So I think Pete uh, has incorporated some of that into his um, system. He, he blitzed them, you know, several times in the game. Uh, which is what he did last week against Carolina. But, you know, the actual game plan for him and all, I mean, you have to talk to Seattle about that. But, you know, he you know, generally plays closer to the line of scrimmage and, you know, blitzes a 
decent amount, which is kind of what he did at the Jets, but it was just a different, you know, a little different package. Um, great way, Coach Williams' scheme at the Jets is, is just different than Pete. So, so Coach, er- earlier today, you heard you um, talking about Cam Newton and how you've seen a significant improvement in some of his mechanics. I'm just curious if you can dive into that a little bit more. Is it just is it footwork, or, or what exactly are you seeing that's making him just be extremely accurate here in the first couple of weeks? Well, I, I wouldn't say it's a dramatic improvement. I'd say there's a couple of things that, you know, we've asked him to work on, talk to him about. Um, he understood them, and he's worked on them. So, you know, they're technical things, specific things, but it's um, footwork and so forth. Um but he's done a good job of that, and you know I know he'll continue to work on it because that's the type of kid he is. If you ask him to do something, he'll you know he'll dive in and, and work very hard at it. So, um, but you know, look, there are always things that that every player needs to refine at every position. I don't care what position you play; there are always techniques that uh, you can work on or find something that's a little bit new, or you know, whether it's a different play or a different you know type of move. That if you can add that, you know, it's like having another pitch, another pitcher having another good pitch he can go to. So, uh, good players are always working to improve their their core things, and if they can add something that's, um, you know, an additional way to be productive, then, you know, they'll they'll do that. So, look, some of the things in our offense are different than things he's done in the past, and that's not anybody's you know fault. It's just the way it is. It's pretty common actually at every position when you get a new player not everything's exactly the same as they've been somewhere else so sometimes there's some adjustments that players have to make to you know adapt to a new system so it's fairly fairly common so coach first through first couple weeks it's been a struggle here for for nick folk and i'm wondering does it get to the point where it becomes a big concern or maybe offensively you maybe call plays differently knowing that maybe that kicking game is not there Yeah, I wouldn't say that's the case. Uh, I have confidence in Nick. We need to kick. We'll send him out there, and I think he'll make it. All right, Coach, so it's time for the drive-slash-question of the week. So, Coach, the first part is what you think the drive of the week is. Uh, I don't know. Devin's interception? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was going to wonder. I run out of the <laughs> gate. be up 7 nothing <laughs> early. Nice. Yeah, nice little cushion. <laughs> All right, so the, so the question of the week, Coach, is um, – I don't know if you saw this or not, but Deion Sanders um, has accepted the job to be the head coach of Jackson State. Um, knows a great corner, Hall of Famer. Any advice for Deion Sanders? Like, is, is coaching college, what would be the most important thing for Deion Sanders to know as he takes on this new endeavor, being a head coach of a college team? Yeah, I don't think I'm the right person to ask for that one. I mean, I have never coached in college, so I'm, I'm sure Deion – We'll be fine. Well, definitely the cornerbacks will be good. Should, I think he should, if he was going to ask somebody, I think he should probably ask Jackie Slater. So that's Jackie's alma mater. So oh, okay. Corroborate on it. That's that would be my advice. Talk to Jackie Slater. Okay. All right. That'll work. I think Mutt talks to Matthew Slater today. So I mean, we'll <laughs> send that message along <laughs> to Mutt. Hey, one more. Um, another clean game last night. You had two penalties in the game. The first one didn't come until there were a few minutes left in the first half. Uh, one interception. We're seeing a lot of sloppy play out there in in the league, and I know you always emphasize 
you know, ball security and, and you know, keeping the game clean. But did, did you do a little bit more of it this year based on the schedule and what we're dealing with here with the, the coronavirus? More of what? Spending more time dealing with it, putting a more of an emphasis on it than you would. Not that you haven't put the emphasis before, but yeah. it, it seems to me there's a difference between what we're seeing with your team and a lot of these other teams. No, that's always been at the top of the list, ball security, fundamentals, penalties. I don't think that'll ever change. It, that's, I, don't care, I don't care what the what any of the rest of it is. That's those are basics to football, and so they'll always be important to us. It's hard to put anything above that. Those, you know, points. But that's, yeah, that's where it starts. All right, Bill. Raiders, one o'clock Sunday afternoon. They're playing tonight, by the way, and we'll talk to you next Monday. Have a good one. All right, sounds good. Thanks, fellas. All right, All right coach. See you later. Uh, you later.